Hey listeners, welcome to Horror Movie Club, the show where two dudes who aren't quite nerds but not quite noobs choose a horror movie each week to rate and review. I'm Ashvin, I've got Brian on the phone, and today we're going to be reviewing the 2019 horror films uh, and just our take on what we saw this year, what we liked, what we didn't like, and what we're excited for in the coming year. And just to kick things off, happy, I think this comes out on New Year's, right? New Year's Eve? It does, yeah. Happy New Year's, buddy. Yeah, happy New Year's. A couple uh, of weeks ahead of time, real yeah. time wise. Yeah, it's it's been a fun year though. We, we uh, what did we watch fifty two movies then, or maybe a little bit more? Um, I don't know, maybe a little bit more. I I started keeping track of the movies I watched this year, and I think I'm at like a hundred and five or something like that. Whoa, okay. Which uh, I feel like is a lot, but man, some of the people on our Discord server and people on uh, Film Twitter are like three hundred. Damn, what do you guys get all this time? Right. Uh, well, you had that week where you like binge the whole nightmare on Elm Street, right? Yeah, yeah, like <laughs> That's awesome. from between like three a.m. and seven a.m. with a baby in my arms. Yeah, yeah, you but know, yeah, man. I mean, we do one a week for the podcast at least, and then sometimes me and my wife will watch one. Or I've been, I've been trying to like catch up on my own horror holes this year, which I will continue doing next year. Cool. We'll continue to. I'll, I'll fill some of your horror holes for you. <laughs> <laughs> Come on over. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, but I, I guess we had uh, probably like fifty, uh, three or fifty-four episodes. I would imagine this year between like bonus content. Yeah, uh, yeah, at least fifty-two. I think we had bonus episodes a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, qu- quite a number of movies then between those and then other movies you saw or we saw collectively. You know, it kind of makes me think now that I'm wasting too much time watching series on like Netflix and stuff. I could be Dude, packing in. I hate getting into like I don't want to get into a show because if it's like 13 episodes of like a 45 to an hour, it's like I could watch like seven movies. Yeah. Damn. I've been doing it all wrong. Yeah, man. Yeah, a, and that, like, like I'm I'm definitely like I shy away from dramas. Yeah. That's a smart move. Yeah. You're not missing much. Uh so yeah, let's let's dive into what what we saw this year and uh, some of the highlights. So Sounds good. If it works for you, should we just start at the top and what are what we think the best movie of 2019 horror film was? Yeah, man. You go first. All right. I feel like this is going to be uh, a little surprising because I haven't seen this come up in a lot of lists. But I really liked Child's Play. I thought that was like a really creative remake and they really modernized it and the performance was really good. Aubrey Plaza was great. The scares were fun. I, I just like hit everything on the head of like what a good horror movie should be. It was kind of gruesome. Uh, it had a clever script and everything. So I, I think I want to say like that's my favorite 2019 release. Is I'm that, not surprised that you say that, man. Oh, really? That's not, yeah. You're not going to ban me from this podcast after that? <laughs> no. Uh, Stats-wise, I'm pretty sure it's the highest 2019. You rated it the highest 2019 movie of the year. Oh, damn. All right. I got all these behind-the-scenes stats, man. So. Damn. I know what you're going to say before you say it. <laughs> you saw this coming. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I'm glad that was consistent. Uh, you got your internet history, too, so. Yeah. <laughs> I know a lot of things. You know it all. Like, I know that you do want to come fill my horror holes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you heard me planning that earlier to myself. <laughs> uh, what is it? Yeah, what, what about you? What was your favorite? Uh, Dr. Sleep. Oh, man. Yeah, man, uh, it had compelling characters, good story, it was well acted, um, and you know, I, I had like an emotional connection to the over, seeing the Overlook Hotel on screen again. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, Rebecca Ferguson as Rose the Hat, like that's like a standout, all-time villain performance. Oh, yeah, yeah. She I feel really like we cool. didn't talk about her enough in that episode. Yeah, yeah, no, she she really embodied that uh, and, and did a really good job of that, that uh, role. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I loved Child's Play as well. I, I thought that was a solid movie. It was very, just like a very fun theater experience. Very entertaining. Yeah. Are you surprised it's not making more like Year Endless? Uh, I haven't read too many Year Endless, but I'm, I'm not that surprised. I, I feel like you and me kind of have a bit unique taste. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe There were some films we really liked this year that nobody else did and some films that everybody liked that we were just like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. We'll get to those. Yeah. Uh but yeah, yeah, you you liking Doctor Sleep that makes a lot of sense, especially like yeah, with the shining and everything and good good tribute to to Stephen King. I don't think that there was a 2019 movie though that we that either of us gave a 5 
this year. Wow. That's, uh, we gave other movies fives, or just not 2019 films? We gave other movies we saw this year fives, but just not 2019. Damn. 2019, they got to step up their game. Step it up, 2019. Yeah. Well, this uh, make... Does it make sense to talk about like honorable mentions from 2019 tucked into this conversation? Sure. Yeah, what were some of your honorable mentions? Uh, I think Us, which I really need to watch again. Doesn't that, yeah. it almost feel weird that that was 2019? I know, it was so long ago. And, uh, yeah, it was March. Yeah, and I, f- I feel like after you watch it, it it's just like such a heavy movie. Uh, it doesn't like beg itself for like a repeat watch right away, but like yeah, I think we're at a point where like it would be really good to go back and see it. Right. Right, agreed. Uh, and it's technically a 2018 movie, but nobody could see it till 2019, but I really dug the perfection. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was well done, well executed. Yeah. Um, How about you? Strong performances and everything. Uh, yeah, for for me on the honorable mentions, I had Little Monsters, which uh, is a Hulu film. Right, um, I haven't seen that yet. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. Great, great zombie movie. Uh, great performance. Uh, good, good pacing. And, and Ashwin's written review on that movie is on our site if you want to check it out. Oh yeah, yeah, it's there. And then uh, oh, the other one was one we just watched. I, I really liked Satanic Panic. That one caught me by surprise, and I thought it was just like a really well like indie horror film. With like a lot of character to it, yeah, man, that was a lot of fun. You want to hear our uh, top five when you average our two ratings together? Oh, let's hear it. Of twenty nineteen films, Child's Play was number one. I gave it a four. You gave it a four and a half. Mm-hmm. Us, we both gave a four. Satanic yeah. Panic, the same. Both gave a four. Pet Cemetery, which we are definitely in the minority on this one. I gave it a four. You gave it a three point five. And then it chapter two, we. We're tepid on, but we both gave it a 3.5. Wow. Okay. Huh. I Yeah, I didn't think it Chapter 2 would make it into the top five. That's interesting. Yeah, I feel like we saw a lot of 2019 movies. You know, I don't know. When I look back at the movies I saw, I think I only saw like 22 2019 horror films. And huh. there's still a lot of like VOD type things that are on all the uh, cool kids end of year lists that I haven't yeah. seen. Like Bliss and... Mm-hmm. Lose and Tigers Are Not Afraid. Yeah. Knife Plus Heart. Yep. And uh, a number of like big foreign films too, I, I thought were making uh, headway in the in the, like the top 10 horror films. Yeah. Yep. So I think maybe we'll spend some, some time in 2020 catching up. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's interesting. That's how I felt like coming into 2019 is like there's this list of movies from 2018. And I, I think like we started the year with like Revenge. Uh, e- even Bird Box was this year, which that seems like forever ago. Uh, Bird Box was last year. Uh, yeah, I, I guess we reviewed it, though, in January, I think. Um, but, yeah, 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 we did. We, I think but, our episode came out on it in January. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, you're right. I think it came out around Christmas of last year. Yeah. Um, yeah, interesting. A lot of Stephen King in that top five. Uh, Pet Cemetery at Chapter 2, yeah. Who do you think uh, had like the best performance, actor-wise or actress-wise, in twenty nineteen? I think Rebecca Ferguson is, is Rose the Hat. Oh, you know that's my favorite performance. I feel like if you're like trying to say objectively best, if there is such a thing, it's got to be one of the two dudes from The Lighthouse. Yeah, that's that's who I had. I, I had William Defoe from The Lighthouse. Nice. Yeah, uh, I, I'm gonna go with Rebecca. Rebecca, uh, Rebecca Ferguson. Ferguson. Yeah, I haven't seen her in much outside of Doctor Sleep. Is she just like uh, is really different or something? I think, <laughs> yeah, she's just really different. She's just. Yeah. Uh, I think she is a she's British, and I feel like maybe some of her past work is like British dramas or maybe British dramatic TV. I cannot remember, but whatever it was, it was the type of stuff you and I probably don't watch that much of. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know who else? I think maybe this was maybe just like great casting. I really dug Rebecca Romaine in Satanic Panic. Oh, yeah, yeah. She was uh, just the right fit. I mean, it's not like an Oscar-worthy performance or anything, but she was just the right fit for that role, and it yeah, was satisfying yeah. to me. She brought a lot of life to that. She was the, the mom, right? Or like the, Yeah, she was the mom. Yeah, 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 slash the leader of the cult. Right, yeah, she was awesome. Yeah, uh, yeah I had, had a lot of fun watching her on screen there. Florence Pugh might be in that discussion too, and uh, I dug Allison Williams and Logan Browning in in uh, the Perfection. Oh yeah, yeah, no, those are two good mentions. Okay, so next topic, 
should we get into the the ugly side of horror? Yeah, yeah, we'll be negative for a while. All right, this should be fun. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like sometimes I just I'm like constantly saying negative things on this podcast. Like I'll go back and listen to our episodes of stuff where I don't like the movie. <laughs> like I just listened to our episode on Better Watch Out, and I'm like, God, <laughs> yeah. What what an, what a jerk! Yeah, you're pretty down with that one. <laughs> it's not fun to. I'm always interested in horror, even when I don't like the movie. I'm still like glad I watched it and enjoy watching it. Yeah, there are very few movies where I'm like, I wish I had spent that hour and a half differently. Yeah, yeah. So I want to like caveat on my negativity on this <laughs> show with that. I'm sorry if I sound like a jerk, but oh, anyway, you know, let's let's be a jerk for a while. Yeah, let's let's be a jerk. I mean, time is precious, you know. There's a time value money. That's so, true. Um, okay, so I guess let's start with the, with, the, with the worst of it. Worst 2019 horror release. Um, oh, shit. You know, I don't know if I prepared for this question specifically. Worst 2019 horror release. Maybe The Curse of La Llorona? Oh, yeah, you really hated that one? I didn't hate it, but it, was, it, it was wasn't very like, good. Yeah, that one felt like a dud. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Maybe Mercy Black. Uh, <laughs> that's what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I feel that like La Llorona at least like, uh, the, it had like some production value and kept you going, but Mercy Black right. didn't have much. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. what was your answer for that one? Uh, you're not going to like it, man. It was, it was a doctor's sleep. <laughs> yeah, man. You you gave that movie a one. Yeah. Was that, was that the only movie I gave a one uh, for this year? Um, for 2019, I think so. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just didn't get it, man. Like, The Shining was such a great horror movie, and, and Doctor Sleep, it's like they weren't even trying to be scary, and it's just, uh, it's, it felt like very heavy and drama without, like, the, the, the fun part of horror. So. Yeah, it was. And you know what, man? I, I take it back. I don't have all the stats in front of me. I just have little snippets, and you gave The Curse of La Llorona a one as well. Oh, no kidding. <laughs> wow. I was. I guess I was. I had Doctor Sleep and Mercy Black as like the lowest. So uh, I don't know. Hopefully, I didn't give Mercy Black too good of a score. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm guessing you probably gave that a one as well. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Although you were obsessed with uh, Daniela Pineda, so yeah, maybe yeah. You bumped up the score because that, of that. That that, that makes sense. <laughs> there we talk about it. Uh, what about in terms of most overrated films? So a film that like everyone loves, but you know we're not crazy about. I feel like we're going to have the same answer for this one. Probably 50-50, yeah. Uh, Midsommar. Yeah, same. I, I still don't yeah. get it. Do, do you get I, it? I don't get it. I mean, all the technical aspects of that movie were great, but it just was not an intriguing movie to me, and the story was weak, and the concept really wasn't that original. Yeah, yeah. I always knew what was going to happen. Yeah, it was like Wicker Man, right? Yeah, it really was. And then uh, just like super slow. Uh, yep. You had like one main character, so the other ones. Slow. Yeah. And so long. Long. Not like a great like backing cast. You just it was like all on one person basically. Yep. Yeah, I don't get it, man. And it's weird. I see that movie, uh, even like outside of horror, like that's like coming up as like one of the best movies of the year overall, which I don't know. It's so so weird. Yeah, yeah. I just and there are some people that enjoy different aspects of movies, and I'm not saying like, oh, if you like that movie, then you don't really care about narratives. Yeah, <laughs> but, sure. but I just I felt it was a weak story. Yeah, uh, I think on paper the the elements of a good story are there, but it just it did not translate for me. Yeah, in the hands of like Ari Aster, where he like he makes it like a three hour movie on like this very <sighs> simple narrative. <laughs> yeah, yeah, too long, too yeah. long. Yeah, that's disappointing. Uh, I was—I I thought you were going to say that or Lighthouse, which I think is another one where people loved it, and I, I feel like you and I were kind of timid on it, right? Yeah, but you know, that's another. I respect the Lighthouse more than Midsommar, mm, okay. and it was like very on brand with Robert Eggers. Like it was—it totally made sense. Yeah, and I mean, Midsommar was on brand too, but yeah, I didn't expect something. It was kind of what I expected. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I guess. Uh, yeah. I, I think I could appreciate Lighthouse a little bit more too. It, was, it felt like a lot more artsier and yeah, right, more on brand and like a great like two dyna- two actors like carrying the dynamic. Yeah, and and much more character like yeah, character development and mm-hmm. and more nuance too. Yeah. Better dialogue. Yep. 
Yep. Midsommar was just so basic in terms of like the dialogue and I know and the subtext and everything. Yeah, yeah. I, w- I wonder what's uh, what what Ari Aster is going to be doing after that. But sorry, everybody. I know so many of you love Midsommar. <laughs> yeah. Sorry to Blake. <laughs> yeah, we'll be that one podcast that you know we we gotta. I feel like we'll we'll win in the end on this one. <laughs> like, his, two, we're on the right side of history. Yeah, I think so. It's good we're sticking by our Praised deck. by critics at the time. <laughs> yeah, except for two guys. <laughs> uh, all right, yeah, that makes sense. Hey, in 2019, what was our most disagreed upon film? I think I know the answer. But Doctor Sleep. Doctor Sleep, okay, yeah. Doctor Sleep, big time. That was... Uh, Rating gap of three. You gave it a one, and I gave it a four. Yeah. And I, which one of us was right? <laughs> That's for the listener to disguise, decide. Yeah. yeah. Uh, another 2019... Actually, other 2019 movies that are, had high ratings gaps were The Perfection. I gave it a four. You gave it a two and a half. Oh, yeah. Uh, Black Christmas, which we just recorded. I <laughs> uh, gave it a four, and you gave it a two. Oh, yeah. True. And uh, sure. The Curse of La Llorona, I gave it a two and a half, and you gave it a one. Oh, wow. Man. Okay, cool. We were fairly in sync this year, aside from a few standouts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's good. Uh, yeah, I always love a good disagreement there. And uh, I mean, you, you got to give it to Dr. Sleep. I mean, the only reason you love it so much is because of the, the legacy it, it portrays, right? And, and obviously Rebecca no. Ferguson. No? No, that's... I mean... And Doctor Sleep was another movie that was long, which I tend to be like, ugh. Yeah. But all that time was on characters instead of cinema, cinematography, like in Midsommar. Yeah. Like, we got developed characters. We had a compelling story. Uh, the Shining, like, I felt like it treated The Shining with respect and, like, really mm-hmm. honored that movie's legacy and going back to the hotel like yeah I go, okay i guess i guess i'm <laughs> i've fallen into your trap here but yeah and that movie was so different you know and and that was your beef with it even that you felt like it was some sort of x-men movie yeah and uh i liked that about it i liked that it wasn't trying to do the shining over again and i think you know at the end of the shining you've got a young boy with essentially superpowers who just went through a crazy traumatic experience and his dad tried to kill him. Like, yeah. What happens to that kid? You know, I think that's a story to be told. Yeah. What, what does happen to that kid? I mean, he becomes, uh, and, and I think this is like the part I didn't get, like we, we know he like becomes an alcoholic, but then like the next day he's like turned around basically like they, like in like the first like 10 minutes of the movie, uh, like alcoholic makes sense. Like he's coming from like such a traumatic place, but then like he suddenly like just converts over um, I mean, you don't feel like there was some character gaps that are potentially there? I don't. I, I think that they took the time to uh, to make it so that it wasn't a jump. And mm-hmm. I don't want to spoil things for people who haven't seen it, but I love um, Dick Holleran's character in the original, and I feel like his footprint on the franchise is like expanded or made more even more important with, oh, with yeah. Doctor Sleep. Yeah, yeah, that was really cool. I like I like that about it. Yeah, I'll agree with you. I, I feel like everything uh, that the everything from The Shining that they try to represent here, they they I, I think those were done very tastefully, uh, which is which is really surprising to see because yeah, they could have totally made a mockery of it or something. Right. So yeah, at least at least they left The Shining intact, which is good. Yeah. Uh. Well, cool. Yeah. Maybe maybe I'll give that one another watch next year at some point. Maybe they rethink do that one. Do it. Uh. What do you think? All next? of our rating gaps this year were. Uh... From just movies we watched this year, I was the more positive one. Oh, interesting. Hmm, I don't know what that means. Oh, well, you mm-hmm. was give you admittedly give all every movie you seen in the theater an extra <laughs> half point, right? Oh, dude, you know what? I sorted the uh, I sorted the rating gap thing by a positive number, and it would have been a negative number if it was the other way around. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Wonder if I missed something crucial here. Huh. I don't That's think a- so. Okay. <laughs> Let's leave it at that. I'm I'm more positive than you are. Sure, sure. And and you like going to the theater a lot more than I do. I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I need to get out of my house a lot more than you do. 
<laughs> no, I, I like it too, man. It's nice. You know, the, uh, we just saw Black Christmas, and I've been warming up to the theater experience, so uh, I, forget, I think last time I went to Dr. Sleep, I got the popcorn without butter, and it was okay, but it was just like very dry, so this time I got it with butter, and like you put your hand in there, and it just comes out like drenched. What, what's your thing at the theater? I, I don't often get snacks. I actually recently bought a Freddy Krueger, um, oh shoot, what are those things? A flask. Oh, nice. And I fill it with whiskey and sneak it into the movie. Damn. Because damn. if I get a drink, I have to pee. Like, I really just want a beer, and my theater does beer, Yeah. but I will inevitably have to pee. Yeah, so you just roll uh, in I, with that. I do popcorn every once in a while, but... Yeah. Uh, dude, I mean, I want to support the theater, but like seven bucks for popcorn and like yeah. six bucks for a soda, it's just like... Yeah, it's if way that too much. is the business model you need to survive, then something's wrong. Yeah, that's, that's pretty messed up. Uh, and, and actually, the only like I don't even like popcorn. The only reason I, I was getting it was because uh, on Tuesdays it's like half off, so I feel like pressured I get popcorn. But I think I'll just start rolling with a flask. A flask that makes a lot more sense. Yeah, man, I dig it. Um, yeah. I make popcorn at home. I'll buy the popcorn that doesn't have butter on it, and then yeah. I'll put olive oil on it instead. Ooh, nice gourmet. It's pretty good. Yeah, damn. Let's give that a shot. All right. So, keeping it on 2019, uh, what do you? What were your overall thoughts on how these new horror films of 2019 did, and like where the genre is going? So, I, I recently got into like a not an argument, just a discussion with somebody on Twitter. There was some article, and some mainstream film critique outlets are calling 2019 not a great year for horror. Mm-hmm. And I retreated it, and I was like. We retweeted it and was like, what? Yeah. And some other dude was like, I don't feel like there was like that big movie this year. And mm. it's maybe kind of true. Like this year didn't have like Get Out or A Quiet Place or It. Yeah. Um, but I still feel like there were just a lot of offerings that were really good. And even like what, as we were just saying, I don't think either one of us had a, I don't think you did either. I don't think we gave a 2019 movie a five. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But I do think there was just like a wide variety of really fun theatrical releases this year. There's a lot of great stuff on VOD that we haven't even seen yet. Yeah. Um, so I think it's another great year and things are on the right track. Uh, mm-hmm. And box office wise, there's still a lot of horror movies peppered throughout the uh, the top 100. I think the number one was It, it Chapter it 2 at 14. Yeah. Uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters, Us, Annabelle Comes Home. Mm-hmm. Escape Room was up there, Curse of La Llorona. Yeah. So I won't list all of them, but I think it was a good year. What about you, yeah. man? What are your thoughts on 2019? I mean, I agree with you. I think uh, volume-wise, there definitely were like a lot. It felt like there were a lot of horror films this year. Like in almost every month, uh, you had like some release coming out. And they all, I, I feel like they carried some weight with them, like the ones you just mentioned. Uh, and yeah, It Chapter 2 being kind of probably the biggest one. Um, right. I, you know, I was really excited because this year, like, we, we saw the return of, like, three of our favorite directors, uh, Ari Aster, uh, Robert Edgers, and uh, Jordan Peele, right? Right. And you know what? Um, we've never talked about it on the podcast before, but the Babadook director, oh. she has a new one this year that we haven't seen yet called The Nightingale. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Is that uh, straight on Netflix or did that was that in theaters? I don't know. I think it's a VOD thing somewhere. Yeah. I don't even know. I call all these things VOD, but just basically you can rent it on your TV or watch it on a <laughs> streaming service, but I don't know where. Yeah. It's like a DVD, um, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's been a big year for like sophomore efforts from people yeah. who made great movies. Yep. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, mean, I I think it was a little disappointing though that like these three big ones that we were kind of anticipating from these like first time directors, um, they like I think they're all like like us was great we both liked that but midsummer we talked about I've been crazy about and then uh, lighthouse was like pretty cool but yeah not not like which level uh, so I, that was kind of a letdown but you, you're right it's kind of like the the VODs the the indie side where like things kind of picked up a bit I feel like Shutter kind of blew up and and did a lot of right. like their own stuff yeah yeah that's true uh, um, and you know what man a lot of people I think a lot of people have their like five star movie this year but. It just feels like in the past few years, it's been more mutually agreed upon. Oh, sure. Yep. Like, and not that everybody's favorite movie was Get Out or everybody's favorite movie was A Quiet Place or Hereditary, but like, 
it was almost like, so what are you, like a quiet place or hereditary or yeah. you get out or it? Like Yeah, yeah, right. You had like three or four like big ones that like, we were choosing from. Yeah, it was kind of like every top ten list you looked at, you knew one of two movies was going to be number one. And this year, it's not quite as clear. Yeah, like I looked at a few top ten, and like they're way different. And it, right. I, I think maybe like with all this VOD stuff and like uh, more movies, like a lot of foreign films, uh, it's just like people are watching like so many different things. It's almost like, uh, yeah, like kind of kind of like this, what's going on with social media or like fake news and stuff, where you just have so many outlets now to get uh, stuff from. So like, yeah, maybe there's no university universality with it anymore right which is kind of cool like yeah um in some ways um and i was thinking about that today because you and i were trying to hopefully this will come together and and be on the site by the time this airs but we were trying to put together a top 10 of 2019 list and have like some listeners of the show and people on our discord server pick their favorite movie and talk about it and have the top 10 be everybody's individual famous favorite movie and I right. kind of thought people were going to be arguing over titles and stuff, but it, yeah, it's, we're still in the beginning stages of making this because we're recording this a couple of weeks in advance. But I'm kind of getting the feeling that there might not be much arguing over like picking a movie. Like yeah. everyone seems to have a different favorite. Yeah, yeah, which is which is that's like a great problem to have. It's nice. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Uh, yeah, so maybe we'll see more of that in 2020. Maybe like yeah, just more and more avenues of horror movies and people being able to go into different directions. Right, right. Yeah, that's cool. Um, and then, uh, oh, what about um, just in general, if we break from the 2019 thing, uh, in terms of things we watched this year, um, what was like your favorite film overall? So I'm, I'm going to just like restrict this to first watches because like sure. f- yeah. my favorite movie we watched this year was Get Out, but I had seen that a billion times already. Yeah, yeah. But um, May the Devil Take You was mine, my, my uh, favorite yeah. first watch this year yeah that was a, that was a fun one i like that one a lot yeah yeah and that was another big it, it's up there on our ratings gap thing but you still you gave it a 3.5 but i gave it a five yeah i think uh once you drew the connection between that and evil dead in uh, like upon later reflection i realized like oh that's really cool actually yeah yeah man i, I will definitely watch that movie again i i dug that yeah the scares were pretty cool I'm looking forward to the day that I feel like enough well-rounded of a fan. Like there's still so many, I have like imposter syndrome and I know we don't claim to be experts, but talking about movies on the internet, horror movies, I want to see all the classics and all the staples and all the things people talk about. And I look forward to the day where I've got a lot of those under my belt and I can just start rewatching some of my favorite things. I mean, I could do that now, but. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get there. I still feel like I've got a lot of homework to do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Before we can hit, hit the favorites. Yeah. 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 Uh, what What about you? What was your favorite movie that, um, that we saw this year? You know, I, I had one, and, and usually, like, I love supernatural films, uh, but the, the one that kind of stuck with me when I was looking over what we saw was uh, Revenge, which I think is 2018 or 17. That was 2018. Oh, yeah. Uh, I thought that was like a really fun movie and uh, just great story and great acting and a lot of like great violence. Uh, I, I, I enjoyed that one. Yeah, yeah, that was a great movie. Yeah, yeah, good one to kick the ear off with. Yeah. Um, what about uh, least favorite movie that we saw as part of the podcast? Actually, man, can we back up and I'll tell you all the the uh, the highest average ratings that we did this year? Oh, just yeah. All the movies we saw? Yeah, let's hear it. So our collective rating for Get Out was five. It was a five from both of us. And then third was Dead Alive slash Brain Dead. Uh-huh. Next was May the Devil Take You, buoyed by my my five. Sure. And Candyman, The Witch, Sinister, Child's Play, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and F- The Final Girls. Oh, damn. Those are like our top ten? That was our top ten of movies we discussed on the podcast this huh. year. That's awesome. Uh, that was yeah. it, chapter one, right? Uh, yeah, correct. The okay. only 2019 movie on that list is, is Child's Play. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Wow, that's, that's pretty cool. Um, all right, well, uh, ready for the next topic then? Let's do it. Least favorite movie that we saw in 2019? Well, mine was <laughs> Better Watch Out. Oh, we yeah. Just released a few weeks back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you had a lot of but issues. Yeah, I gave that a one, but I also gave a one to Nightbreed. Oh yeah, that was that was rough. 
Nightbreed. <laughs> Nightbreed I just plain didn't like. Didn't think it was that good of a movie, but better watch out. I just had some sort of chip on my shoulder about... Yeah. If if I was looking at those, I, I would have gone with Nightbreed. I feel like Better Watch Out had like a subtle comedic element they were trying to throw in there. But yeah, right. I think we talked about how like it wasn't really well done. Yeah, and, and there are... I mean, there are diehard Nightbreed fans, and a lot of people really like Better Watch Out too, so... Yeah. I just... They, they, weren't, they weren't for me. Yeah, yeah. What about uh, you, man? What was your... Your least favorite. For me, it was any of the Friday the Thirteenths that we saw. Which did we see two this year? Uh, yeah, we did two and three this year. Yeah, I still don't get that series, man. That's, Dude, that's I, I mean, honestly, me neither. I'm, I'm hoping that we see a movie that makes us get it, but I just do not understand the fandom for that that franchise. Yeah. I, I'm God excited. Love all of you out there, right? I'm excited for the next one there because it sounds like a lot of people think it picks up on the next. Uh, yeah, I'm excited for it to get a little bit more like own its own cheesiness which i think slash hope it does yeah yeah me too um our bottom five collectively were nightbreed friday the 13th part three my bloody valentine from 1981 hellraiser and better watch out Ah, uh, okay hellraiser is another beloved one that we just we did not dig yeah yeah i forgot it. we yeah <laughs> that was a weird one yeah cool uh yeah and then um i guess what was the scariest movie you saw this year? Dude, Interior is the only one that really like had me scared at uh, night when I went into bed. Yeah, yeah. I had that here too. <laughs> and that's one of our least uh least listened to episodes, people, but Interior is out there on Amazon. Mm-hmm. I think it's a twenty fourteen movie. It's very low budget, but it's effective, man. It's not a perfect movie, but it's scary. Like, yeah. if you, if you want to watch like a scary supernatural ghost movie, yeah. I, would, I would go check that out. Yeah, that one was pretty scary. Uh, and that was a recommendation from Kyle, I think. I don't know how else like I would have found that movie. That's uh, Yeah, yeah. Thank anyone. you, Kyle. Yeah. Uh, um, dude, and, uh, so was that your choice too? Uh, I had a Terrified, the Argentinian movie that we saw. Yeah, I've, I've got a couple of runner-ups and yeah, Terrified's yeah. a... Terrified's up there with it. What, what else you got as runner-ups? Sinister. Oh, yeah. Because those scary. tapes, man. Yeah. So yeah. disturbing. Yeah, I'm with, I'm with you on that one. The lawn and then I wouldn't call Texas Chainsaw Massacre scary, but it is, it's it's something. It, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's worth mentioning in this conversation. Maybe one of the most disturbing or unsettling movies we've seen. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, when we talked about like the our favorite movie of this year, and only like restricting it to first time, I feel like Texas Chainsaw was like one of my like favorite. Like, yeah, it's it's so like brutal and disturbing. Right. It's, it's yeah, up. it is. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you gave that a four and a half. Yeah, yeah. I thought, I thought it was a great, great movie. Oh man, <laughs> I can't remember if I told you this, but you know, in that episode, I did an imitation of the grandpa sucking the blood off of the girl's finger. Oh yeah, right. And, <laughs> somebody on our discord server i think whitney like clipped it and it's just like me making the sound of the grandpa <laughs> sucking like he's oh like breastfeeding God. or something and then like while i'm making the noise in the background you're just going yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm not gonna make the noise again but oh man where is, is that on our discord that episode you'll find it Th- that's on discord yeah, Whitney. Whitney put the clip somewhere in there. You could probably. <laughs> it's got a Discord has a pretty good search function, so oh, you could man. search "grandpa noise." Yeah, yeah. I'll check that. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> wow, great mashup. <laughs> yeah, gross stuff. Uh, all right. Well, yeah. That's that's. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think those are some of the scariest ones. So, if you're looking for a scary film, check out uh, "Terrified." Um, yeah, "Terrified"'s on Shutter, I think, and. Mm-hmm. Um, Interior, interior on, is, uh, is on Prime. Right. Yep. Or the classic Tex- Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That was a good one right. to go back or to. Or Sinister. Yeah, or Sinister, exactly. Uh, cool, man. Well, uh, I, th- I think that leaves us with our final topic, which is what movies are we most looking forward to in 2020? Um, uh, you know, I'm pretty interested about the new Candyman. Yeah, Jordan Peele. Yeah, Jordan Peele. Uh, I think he wrote the script, right, and is producing... Yeah. Hey, what's, I, I don't know what the deal or like what, what's going on with Jordan Peele. So like there was a big fuss about us that came out, uh, and it got pretty good reviews. Then he did uh twilight zone, right? Which I feel like it went under the radar a bit. 
people weren't crazy about that. I haven't seen a single episode, but mm-hmm. I haven't. Um, and that was another thing, kind of on the heels of us recording Black Christmas. People were complaining that it was too heavy on the social commentary and not actually good episodes or or scary or anything like that. Oh, interesting. Okay, but he didn't write any of those, as far as I know. He just produced the sh- produced slash hosted the show. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, then yeah, yeah, I'm pretty excited about Candyman. Then I, I feel like yeah, he he did an amazing job with that. Yeah. Um, you said they're doing like a remake of The Grudge. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. There's like I, another. I, oh, go ahead. As I'm sitting here looking at the things I'm looking forward to, and this is maybe a function of just me not digging too much into movies that are coming out because I don't want to watch the trailers. I don't want to get anything spoiled. Yeah. But everything I've written down is a existing intellectual property. Oh, like a remake or something or a reboot or a, a sequel or a franchise. Yeah. Yeah. Conjuring 3, A Quiet Place 2, Halloween Kills, The Invisible yeah. Man, Fantasy Island. Yeah. Same. It's a little It's a little disappointing. <laughs> I it think. is a little disappointing, I, uh, but again, boy, we're really we are really in a remake resurgence yeah. big time, yeah, or sequels or whatever you want to call. Yeah, it's, I mean, there's a little bit of both on this list, but I think it'll be like 2019. There's going to be a lot of original stuff peppered throughout. It just might be on on VOD, and you might not learn about it till uh, till a year end list, or, or right. unless you like follow some of the uh, movers and shakers on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, right. As they go to the uh, festivals. I think you're right. Yeah, I, I think looking from now, like, like we're looking at the recognizable names, which happen to be the reboots or uh, the, like something in a sequel. But um, yeah, probably by this time next year, hopefully there's some like good new original ones. I, I had Quiet Place Part Two. I'm I'm really surprised they're doing that. I am too. I, I, I I'm a little hesitant about that. It kind of feels like they should have left it be. But yeah, but I ended really nicely. Yeah, but uh, you know. Emily Blunt led movie and that same universe. I'm I'm down. Yeah, is it going to be uh, Krasinski again? I assume he's directing again, or I don't know. I haven't looked too much into that. I don't know what his uh, involvement is this time. Yeah, and uh, I know we just saw Haunt too, which um, I think the writers from Quiet, the original Quiet Place, uh, wrote and directed. And right. I don't think we were wild about that one, so it'd be interesting to see who they bring to that one. Right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if the uh, the script will be the same or not. Yeah. Or the, I mean, not the script will be the same, but if they'll write they'll write it again or not. Yeah, yeah. I'll keep an eye out on that one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Any other ones to mention? That's it. That was everything on my list. Hey, one that we mentioned last year that we we're really excited about, which we never did this year: uh, "Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark." Yeah, man. I never got a chance to see that. Did you? I did, yeah, yeah, and uh, maybe maybe we'll do an upset on it soon. But I feel like that one came and went without like the fuss that people were expecting it to to make. Yeah, you know, there's this dude. Um, I think he's the editor in chief of BloodyDisgusting.com, John Squires, who I follow on Twitter, mm-hmm. and he's always kind of got insightful things to say about the genre, whether you agree with him or not. Yeah, but he was saying. Nowadays, it just feels like like it's awesome that we have so much good content, but it feels like a thing will come and go, and then we've all collectively forgotten about yeah. it. Like, yeah. like we were saying earlier, Us. Us was a 2019 movie. It feels like forever ago. Right, right. And like nobody's talking about it anymore. So I feel like maybe the downside of having so much good content and just having the internet where everything happens super fast and is like in and out right. by the next day. Yep, you're on to the next You don't thing. get people like still talking about the movie. Yeah, like, yeah, no, that's really you true. You know, us memes will come and go and be a big thing and then it's dead. Yep, yep, yeah. That and, makes it, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. Maybe people are rewatching these things and, and there's an important movie to somebody that they adopt and rewatch like crazy, but yeah, it doesn't feel like that based on the... Uh, the conversations happening on the interwebs. Yeah, you're right. I mean, yeah, just the content, the the volume of things, new things coming out every day. Uh, yeah, you're. Yeah, that, I think that's exactly the issue. Yeah, so, the perfection was another one like that where it was like there was a lot of like this kind of buzz building on it on the internet, and then it's just everyone yeah. forgot it existed. Exactly, and uh, I feel like the other, another one like that was like that velvet buzzsaw or whatever. 
Right, yeah. kind of hyped for a while, and then, yeah, everyone just kind of forgot about it. You know what? I was looking at other year-end stuff or just 2019 stuff. Maybe I was looking at the Billboard charts. Ma, I totally oh. forgot about that movie. Yeah, yeah. With uh, uh, Octavia Spencer. Right, right. Yeah, I forgot about that, too. Yeah. Uh, that wasn't that long ago. That was just a few months ago, right? Yeah, I mean, I think that was probably like March or April. I it was in a month where we didn't see it because it was buried behind like us and Pet Cemetery. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be hard to for like yeah these movies to have like a long life. I I feel like you know people are gonna remember the big ones from this year like Midsummer and uh, it and uh, us probably. I don't know if the yeah. other ones are gonna have too much of a life. Yeah, yeah. It'll be interesting to see. Yeah. What becomes just kind of a cult classic and. Yeah. Or stuff that people haven't really even talked about that much that becomes, like, one of the staples from 2019. Right, yeah. And, uh, oh, um, in terms of studios, like, I, I feel like Blumhouse, uh, A24, and, uh, yeah, I, I feel like those two are still kind of, like, at the forefront of, like, most of these movies, right? Yeah, yeah, and uh, Atomic Monster might be the name of James Wan's. Oh, Okay. Right, for the, like the conjuring stuff. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it should, should, should be uh, interesting to see what happens next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, other, I'm excited. Yeah, yeah, me too. I'm looking forward to another year of fresh horror films. Uh, any other honorable mentions from this year or, like, the movies that, you know, you feel like we should talk about? Um, I don't think so. I feel like we touched upon the big ones that, that yeah. were big to us. Um. Yeah, actually, you know what? One thing I wanted to talk about was the Pet Cemetery. <laughs> the oh, fact okay. that we both liked it and seemed like the rest of the world hated it. Yeah. Do you think that trailers, and I tweeted something about this today, like, do you think people will start dialing back trailers and how much they reveal about the movie? Because I feel like there are, there have been a couple movies where you can make the, a case that the trailer had a negative impact financially on the movie. Because they gave away too much? Yeah, like Pet Cemetery gave away so much that people who saw it and knew about the, I don't know if you can call it a twist, but a key difference from yeah. the original film, that like element of like shock or yeah, that experience that was supposed to happen in the theater didn't for those people. And I feel right. like it affects like cinema scores and the initial buzz and then less people see it because it's like, oh, everyone's saying that's bad. Yeah, yeah. And Black Christmas, there was a lot of other baggage that came with Black Christmas, but it right. revealed a lot in the trailers too. Yeah. That's that's I really feel like these are contributing to the early buzz about a movie and and then less people see it. Yeah, that you know, I do feel like trailers in general have become like a lot more revealing about the movie like basically they give away like the whole plot, which doesn't the make any thing. sense. Yeah. Yeah, right. I uh, watched a better or I just watched um Black Christmas trailer after after I'd seen the movie, I'd managed to avoid it. I would like literally close my eyes in the theater, and yeah, I'm so glad I did because the whole plot of the movie is right there. Damn, yeah, that's crazy. Uh, yeah, it's crazy that they're doing that, and then uh, too, if if you're right like that, it's actually hurting the movies. Uh, yeah, you would think they would, you know, get the hint and start like leaving a little bit more up in the air. Yeah, so th- that doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, there's yeah, a new movie we'll that I've seen previews for a few times. It's called the The Turning. Have you seen previews for it? Um, it's got, yes. It's got Wolf Finnhard from uh, Stranger Things. Yep, um, yeah, Finn Wolfhard. <laughs> that's, a, that's his name, right? Uh, you, you said Wolf, Wolf Finnhard, yeah. but it's Finn Wolfhard. Oh, I, I like the name Wolf a little better. Uh, yeah. He, yeah, but but like that, that's like a, like the, pre, the, the preview for it's like three, four minutes long, and it basically spells out the whole movie for you. And yeah, just, I've, I've watched the very beginning of that and closed my eyes for that. I feel like such yeah. a fool saying I like close my eyes in the theater, <laughs> but I don't want to get these r- movies ruined for me. Yeah, man. yeah. I like having the experience. Yeah, especially with horror where you want that suspense. Yeah, I will watch. If it's a non-horror movie, I will watch the trailer because I don't yeah. think they give away every single thing. But Yeah. But in a horror movie, yeah, where suspense is the key element, then keep some things hidden from me. Yeah, yeah I agree. Sakes. Yep, yep. I agree, man. Yeah, hopefully these uh, studios wisen up on that. Uh, you know, for me though, that that pet cemetery thing, uh, I I don't think I remember the first one enough to realize like that was a twist, and so gotcha. I, I was just watching it this time and uh, just waiting for like you know that to happen, 
And uh, so, yeah, I, I wonder if like I'd been expecting something else to happen if uh, that would have heightened the viewing experience. Right. Interesting. Yeah. Who knows, man? Yeah. That's the thing. You can't go back and say what it would have been like had you not known. Right. Right. Yeah. You forever sullied yourself. <laughs> you filthy boy. It's all spoiled. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, yeah. Note for 2020 directors. Yeah. Uh, it's not, I'm sure the directors have nothing to do with the trailer. Uh, who do you think makes those decisions? The studio? The studio, yeah. And I'm sure they just give the footage of the movie to... Um, I'm sure you could like do some Googling and find out exactly how this works, but I would guess there are companies that specifically do trailers and will like sort through your footage and, and yeah. decide what to put in it. Yeah, they hand it out to like, some video editors or something. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Well, yeah, I hope someone's paying attention. I thought that would be good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm sure the big execs, the big wigs are listening to this and they will take note. Yeah, yeah. And it's interesting because I, I feel like the last few horror films, uh, they, like the, you mentioned like a few that did really well at the box office. It Chapter 2, obviously. Uh, Us, uh, Midsommar, I imagine, did really well. Pet Cemetery probably performed okay. Actually, Midsommar did not do... It did fine, but it didn't do that great. Pet Cemetery did quite a bit better. Oh, um, okay. I'm going to read... I'll just r- rattle off in order the earningest horror movies. Yeah. It was It, Chapter 2, Godzilla, King of the Monsters, Us, Annabelle Comes Home, Escape Room, Curse of La Llorona, Zombieland Double Tap, Pet Cemetery, Scary Stories Still in the Dark, Crawl, Doctor Sleep, Happy Death Day to You, Ma, Ready or Not, Child's Play, Hellboy... Midsommar, 47 meters down, uncaged, countdown. Mm, yeah, Midsommar is like towards the bottom there. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, uh, it is surprising. Yeah, but even those top five, I'm guessing like they, they weren't as profitable as like the top five in like the year or two before uh, horror films. Is I that, tried to do some math and it was not as drastic as a different of a difference as I thought, but uh, yeah, the, the top five from last year did earn more collectively than the top five from this year. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I remember last year having the feeling that, like, uh, these were starting to take over, like, superhero movies and become, like, big box office drivers. Yeah. And I wonder if this was this year was kind of, like, a, a little dip for that. Yeah, it was a slight dip. And, and people people who online are saying, like, oh, it's not a great year for horror. Like, if you take in the full history of horror in, like, the past 20 to 30 years, it was a great year for horror. Yeah. It was maybe just a slight dip of the past three to five years. Sure, yeah. Yeah, we're But, yeah, I just think the market is a bit more scattered. Yeah, yeah. Well, cool. Not a bad place to end the year. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, Well, cool. Yeah, anything else on 2019 or movies we saw this year? I think that's it for 2019 on movies we saw this year. I I, I would like to, uh, reflecting back on 2019, thank everybody on our Discord server. Yeah. Yes. I, know, I know you're not on there as much, but I've had a really great time chatting with everybody. Just solid, good people. I feel like I've got internet friends like it's 1996 <laughs> up in here. <laughs> back on like AIM. <laughs> yeah. Got an exactly. away message up. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, not to do too much of a peek behind the curtain, but Ashvin and I kind of like made a mission statement when we started this whole thing. And like building community was one of the things on there. And we had like a touch base meeting months back where we're like, oh, we're not really like building a community. And I want to give credit to Blake, our listener, for like asking us if he could start a Discord server for us because I really feel like we have. We have like a little community there. It's not a ton of people, but it's it's a great little... uh, little community there i'm thankful for it yeah it's really cool i've, I've gone on sometimes and i feel weird because it's, it's almost like uh you guys are pretty like tight and like you guys almost like talk almost uh, every day right I, I would say almost every day there's some chatter going on there yeah 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 so you know i've, I've been a little nervous to interrupt the the dynamics on there but yeah I'll, I'll <laughs> don't be j- man yeah i know i gotta i gotta jump in but yeah it's a yeah. really really cool forum you guys have and like i love all the different channels different topics it's pretty cool yeah, nobody should be intimidated to join. It's kind of clunky the way the link is presented on our website now. It just looks like any old generic link on our social links at the top right. But uh, if you hunt for it, you can find it. And I would encourage anybody to join. But yeah, thanks for... There's there's more people on there that I'm going to call out, but the majority of the conversations happen between uh, me, Blake, Whitney, Blink Bomber, and Kyle. And so 
shout out to you guys specifically. I, I love talking to you on there. Yeah, yeah, cool. I'll definitely uh, make it a point to join. Yeah, well, man. Awesome, awesome, man. Uh, how many... Uh, I don't even know what the metric would be. What do you give uh, 2019 horror movies, uh, 0 to 5? <laughs> uh, I give it 5. I give it 5 uh, <laughs> corny 2019 New Year's Eve glasses. So despite not giving any movie in 2019 a 5, overall giving 2019 a 5? Yeah, because what we said, I mean, it's great that... Like we could get a group together and say, "Hey, what's your favorite horror movie from 2019?" and everybody to pick a different one. True, true. Yeah, yeah. I guess there's there's a lot a lot of value to that. Yeah. yeah. What do you, now that I've <laughs> you're gonna feel like a jerk if you say anything less than a five now after <laughs> I, I said that. So I know. What do you I know. Say? Uh, I'm, I'm gonna have to go with a four, man. Uh, I guess like uh, yeah, not, not, I, I thought yeah, great great volume. Uh, like like that it was all over the place, pretty fragmented, and and some great efforts, um, but. Uh, no, nothing, I guess, like that. That really like stuck with me. That I'm gonna like be on the lookout for for like a repeat performance in the next year or two. Sure, but, uh, that's fair. I I wouldn't mind watching Child's Play again. If you and I are ever together, <laughs> that'd be a fun one. To yeah, watch yeah, together. we'll do that one. <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. Maybe that's a good goal for 2020 for us to record a podcast in person. Oh yeah, yeah. I wonder how different that would be. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Uh, all cool. right. And anything else? That's it. Thanks to all of you who listen. Yeah, thanks, guys. And uh, hopefully it's been a good year watching horror movies with us and appreciate all the feedback that we've gotten from this community uh, on Facebook, Twitter, uh, Discord, wherever it is. Uh, Word. Yeah, and uh, yeah, have a happy new year. Any, anything else you want to add? That's it. Happy new year, everybody. Yeah, happy new year, guys. We look forward to another year with you guys. Mm-hmm.